SBN News, Episode 31. This is Savage Bloggers Network News, highlighting awesome Savage World content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans with your hosts, Christian Serrano and Ron Blessing. Hey, everybody. Ron and Christian here. We are back for another episode of SBN News. How's it going, Christian? It's going good, man. How you been? You know, uh, pretty awesome, and I'm excited about all the new stuff going on. I think the first thing we need to do, though, is thank our February Patreon patrons. That keeps growing, huh? Yes, yeah, and uh, so we called out, uh, probably kind of unfairly. <laughs> we were a little mean. We were a little mean. We called out uh, Sean Kelly, and uh, the the guy stepped up, and he uh, he is now a patron of uh, our our podcast. So thank he you. He said he Sean. had been meaning to. And yeah, he was very gracious. I believe him. him. I do believe him. I do too. Um, no, yeah. I totally do. Yeah, and now so. I feel bad. I, I know. I, I feel like a jerk. Like I expected a fun, snarky back and forth, but he was like, nope, yeah, I totally ought to do that. And I was like, oh, man, now I'm a jerk. Now I'm a jerk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so so thank you. Thank you, Sean, for, for doing that. Yeah, and definitely. also um, another... Go listen to Gaming and BS. As soon as you're done with this, go listen to Gaming and BS. Yeah, and they've had some really good episodes lately, too, by the way. Absolutely. So I'll throw that out there. Um, and uh, Bill Henderson is also another new Patreon patron that we've got um, uh, during February. So thank you. Bill and Sean, for your patronage. We really do appreciate it. Definitely. Very cool. Well, let's get into the news. Yes, let's do that. So uh, community news. We have a new actual play podcast that um, I actually got to listen to some of this, and it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun, quite honestly. Um, it's called Brave New Worlds. It is from uh, Untamed Dice is the name of the podcast. Uh, they've done some other uh, actual plays of other games and right now they're doing a savage worlds game uh through this series they also have a blog where they talk about just you know different things that they do you know gaming and stuff like that and uh, we're planning to uh i actually i actually talked to the creator of the blog and we're actually planning to um get their feed into the aggregated sbn feed so look forward to that as well you know actual plays are the only thing that i have never tackled in uh in the podcasting world um Unlike uh, my uh, former compatriots from Smiling Jack's Bar and Grill, who are starting a new show here, uh, we talked about it briefly, Savage Cast. Yes. They they had their official episode one. This is uh, uh, Chris Landauer uh, and uh, Chris Fox doing this show. And in their first episode, they were at Genghis Khan, one of my all-time favorite gaming conventions in Denver. So, so they had Shane Hensley, Clinton Jody Black from Pinnacle Entertainment. Um, they had Daryl Hardy, uh, who designed Carthador for Reality Players. He's done some other stuff with them. He's also mm-hmm. a prolific board game designer. He used to work for Fantasy Flight uh, Games. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, who else was on there, Christian? Uh, Neil Hyde, uh, Sarah right. Martinez, uh, and, of course, uh, Chris and Chris. Well, yeah, Chris and Chris were there. Yeah, Uh, Neil, I will tell you, Neil is an insane game master. All of his games involve some sort of risque trouble. So, (laughs) so I got to uh, I got to listen to this episode, and one of the cool things that I found out about Neil was that he was apparently many many of the the people who were on this episode uh, their first Savage Saturday Night. Like he was the one that ran their 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 Savage Saturday Night. Yeah. 
So I thought yeah, that was really no, cool. he he's he's an excellent game master. He's very dynamic and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he is uh, he he definitely is on the edge of uh, appropriate sometimes, <laughs> and I and I say that with love, by the way. Right, right. <laughs> Um, his signature game that he runs is uh, the classic 12 to Midnight Adventure, Chickens and Nice. Mist. Nice. And uh, that gets crazy when Neil is running it. That's all I'm going to say. Awesome. Awesome. I got to say, I, I uh, listening to this, I, I got a little bit jealous that I I have never been to a Genghis Khan. Um, this this yeah. sounded like this one was amazing. It was, it, was on, it was recorded on Saturday just before their Savage Saturday Night. Right, uh, so uh, I can only imagine from what from what the, how they talk about it, uh, how amazing it must be. Just the Savage Worlds representation that they have there. Yeah, they pulled off uh, that hundred plus games. I know, and I know. It's it's incredible. It is. Um, what's really cool, and I, I don't want to spoil anything. I want I want you all to listen to it. Um, listening to um, Clint and Jody and Shane uh, talking about um, sort of future product plans, and uh, there was a really cool question about what. Um, what gaps do they see in terms of settings that either licensees or, or Pinnacle um, offers? And the answer was really surprising. And I don't want to say what it was because I want you all to listen to it. But uh, I thought that was really intriguing. They need more Westerns. That's the thing I I feel most strongly about. They need more, right. more Westerns. Cause more weird Westerns. Because yeah. right now they're at what, two? Two? I mean, come on. Who doesn't have two? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Uh, give it a listen. Give it a listen, yeah. and um, they're, they're, uh, Chris and Chris are doing good with this with this podcast. So I'm I'm really happy to yeah. to uh, see an episode one, and it was a great way to, to sort of kick it off. I think definitely exciting stuff. It's it's a perfect episode one. Yeah. So um, last week we talked about Savage MCU. Let's be clear, we talk about Savage MCU on most weeks. That's true. Because because this is a prolific blog. It is. It really is. <laughs> and, of course, the Savage MCU keeps growing, so more and more yeah. characters, right? And it's a pretty big universe already. Right. In any case, Luke Cage, Power Man, uh, has been statted up by Donovan Bailey. And uh, it's... It, from Jessica Jones. From Jessica Jones, right. And, of course, you know we all know that there's going to be an actual Luke Cage television series uh, on Netflix uh, coming soon. And... Um, Again, just as always, this is a fun read. It's really cool to see how people stat these things out in, in uh, Superpowers Companion rules. And, and uh, I, It looks like they've hired uh, their Iron Fist, by the way. Yes, I heard that as so, well. So that looks kind of cool. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I love all things Marvel right now. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm eating it all up. I just finished watching Ant-Man again. But uh, did you see the new Daredevil 2 trailer? Season 2? I did not. Go watch it after this. I will. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Neat. Yep, yep. So, so speaking of uh, dark stuff in the MCU, uh, there's this really uh, neat um, urban fantasy slash horror modern setting uh, that's coming out based on an Italian novel called Imago Mortis, and um, that's going to be coming out uh, from the fine folks at Grimmel. And who's writing this, Christian? So the uh, well, this post that that we're linking to is, is on Hero Engine, which is Marl Longo's personal blog, where he talks about the stuff that he's working on. He's one of the uh, one of the writers for uh, Grammel Publishing, and um, 
Uh, he's done a number of other products, including uh, Ultima Forsan, uh, Tropicana. We've talked a lot about both of those product lines in the past. Good stuff. So you know this is going to be really good. Um, the concept, though, I'll let you talk about this because I know this is right up your alley. The concept of the setting looks amazing. So the whole concept is this is uh, really more of a horror setting, um, but it's this got this noir feel to it. Yeah, hard boiled noir. Hard boiled noir. Right. The 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 cover looks like um, not. Uh, I'm I'm using the wrong word here, but it looks a lot like a Sin City type of thing. Um, right. Right. Or better yet, more like of a Maltese Falcon kind of thing. But you know, there's a guy in a, with a gun standing over a body and and uh, that sort of stuff. Um, reality is kind of um, coming apart in the setting. So um different paranormal things and ghosts um there's these prophecies and it, it it's all kind of this crazy thing and it looks like the underworld is basically rising up and that's the kind of the setup for the setting. Yeah, what's what what I love about the cover is that um you know, you have when I posted this on Google Plus, actually, um, somebody commented. It looks like James Gordon uh, with April O'Neil and I forget who they said the body was, and uh, and in the background, uh, Spawn. <laughs> Which yeah, that creature in the background that's watching is 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 pretty wicked, super creepy. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, when I looked at the actual cover in, in detail, what you see is somebody who looks like a detective, and the woman kneeling near next to the body looks like a forensic. Uh, you know, specialist, so to speak, uh, where she's like right. ins- inspecting the crime scene and you know getting samples and things like that. So, um, if that's the general sort of concept of the setting, I'm sold. And I don't even know anything about this book, so right. I I think this is going to be really cool. I wonder I wonder if this book, if this novel, has been translated to English. Yeah, actually, I've been meaning to look that up, and um, I- I'm hoping it is because I might go I might go grab it. Uh, let's see. Read yeah. the book. They actually have a link to the book, and uh, they do have it in a Kindle edition for four twenty. It looks like it's in English. Yeah. So what? I might, I might grab that. Very cool. Yeah. I wonder if it's related to the two thousand nine movie. Yeah, it's totally in English. So um, go check out the book. It's super cheap, four twenty four on Kindle. Ooh, so. on the Kindle, which which can be read on any app, you know, on any uh, device device at this point. Yep. Yep. Exactly. There's a Kindle app for everything. Oh, yeah. There's a Kindle app for that. There's a oh. Kindle app for that. <laughs> very, very funny. Speaking of horror, yes, we seem to have an abundance of that in Savage Worlds. That's for, yeah. I wonder why. So Pinnacle has put out a second creature feature for Weird War One. They put out one before to kind of give you a taste of what Weird War One might be about. Uh, this one is called Graf Schmidt, and it gives a history and a stat block for a haunted zeppelin called the Graf Schmidt that flies the night skies of the Western Front. So I think that's a really cool uh, element for the setting. Yeah, and you could b- drop that into a lot of games too. I you? I literally was thinking, you know what? I bet you I can actually transfer this to to a, even a fantasy setting. I, I was just going to say, you could totally run that in your uh, your Eberron game. There, oh, yeah. Christian. It's an airship. Done. <laughs> Come, coming out of the Mornland. That Finished. Would be, that would be fantastic. So Wow. Well, yep, that's yep. cool. I, and I love that they're they're putting out these freebies. It's such a quick campaign, so they pull out all the stops to maybe make sure they get the word out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, the game's doing super well already. So mm-hmm. um, I'm excited about all the crazy stretch goals coming. 
Yeah. By the way, um, remember when we talked about last time about whether this was going to be the last Weird War uh, setting? Right. And so uh, in that Savage Cast uh, conversation, Shane mentioned Crusades. There you go. So just trying to throw that out there. Interesting. Yes. He said it's something he's been working on for a long while, and uh, he's actually run it. So Sweet. Yeah. Good times. Well, I know Rome was written years ago. Right. I, I read a draft of Weird Wars Rome like in 2008 or nine. Jeez. Wow. So <laughs> right around the time that the Explorers edition came out, I guess, or just after. Yeah. 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 Crazy. So then let's see. We've got more stuff for low life coming out, man. This is yes. so exciting. I, I, I love how how uh, Andy is Hop has really thrown his weight behind this. This. Game. Oh, man. Yeah. It's everything. Um, you could tell there's so much love going into this, but go on. Yeah. So so he started out he starts out with figure flats. Um so the rise of the lowly figure flats are available now. Nice. And he also has the first adventure in their living campaign. The is it bowls or bowels of the earth? Uh bowls because if you look at the cover this is kind of a cool thing about it. It looks like they're bowling. Got it. So the yeah. bowls of the oith low life adventure which is the the first in their living campaign. Um, exciting. I kind of want to find out if maybe I should run this at my local game store. It'd be kind of cool to, to run a low-life campaign and show how different and odd Savage Worlds is capable of being. You mean like as part of the, the, the uh, living campaign? Yeah. 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 You should. Sounds I think, like I think it's a good, it's a good setting to hook people, I think. Uh, yeah. it's unique enough that people are going to be curious and, and say, what is that? You know? What's going on there? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? Um, I'm a Twinkie. And and as always, the art is so fantastic. Yeah, uh, the the figure flats are fant- look fantastic. Um, the uh, the cover for uh, for the for that uh, living low setting uh, or adventure, I'm sorry, uh, looks fantastic. I love the little bowling alley scene that they got going on there, which is like, yeah, to- totally cool. Um, and he's amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, also in the realm of adventures. Uh, this is this one is actually a little bit impressive. Uh, Mercenary Breed, the Hestilian Expanse, is a twelve-part plot point campaign for the Mercenary Breed setting, and it includes Savage Tales. It includes character options. It takes characters up to legendary. Um, I I haven't read it myself, but this this is no small feat for a publisher to produce plot point campaigns are well, not easy. So I'm curious. Th- how- this isn't, yeah, th- this isn't like, um, a, a whole core book either yet. It's still 303 pages. Right. Yeah. So, so there's, there's a lot of meat in here. Um, hardcore. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm really curious to see how, uh, how it all comes together. Um, I'm, I might, I might, it's, and it's, it's a twenty dollars PDF, so you know it's meaty. Like they're, they're definitely well. Like meaty. I said, three hundred pages. That's big. Um, that's that's pretty awesome. I, I don't know if he's going to print it, but that's exciting. I'm actually curious if he is going to print it because uh, I think I think I would like to have something like this in the I, print. I bought into the original Mercenary Breed um, mini setting, and uh-huh. this was before there was any real sci-fi, right, on Savage Worlds, mm-hmm. and it was pretty well done. Um, I never got into the the rest of the setting but um i was pretty impressed with it so right the idea of this mega campaign it looks like um 
is intriguing to me for yeah. sure. Yeah. And they do say that uh, any GM running this campaign is probably going to want a copy of the uh, Xenopedia as well. So right. um, if you're if you're looking to, to run this, uh, you probably want to grab a copy of that in addition. So so neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's impressive, though. I mean, uh, I think we talked about this earlier. There's not a lot of uh, licensees that have done plot point campaigns. No. Yeah. And, and some that thought they did plot point campaigns, but they actually did Adventure Path. <laughs> which, it's fine. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know. it's But it's not a like... A plot point campaign is not just the buzzword for... for uh, an adventure for, path, uh, an adventure path, or or a, right. a pre-written scripted campaign, right, right. So you know, we might, uh, we should, we should, uh, we should do a simply savage about that at some point. Yeah, maybe. I'm afraid of doing simply savage right now because the last time we did one, I think it took me um, five months to <laughs> see. This is what this is why we exactly why we should do one so you can have redemption. Redem- you want you think it's gonna it's gonna be redemption or is it gonna be worse than the last time? <laughs> There's only one way to find out. There's only one way to find out. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Cool. I think that uh, that takes care of everything that we have to cover for this week. I think we are done. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savagebloggers.net, where we have links to the aggregated SBN RSS feed, podcast subscription links, and more. And if you enjoy our podcast and you want to show your support, be sure to check out our Patreon page or our PayPal donation link. Both of those are available on the main website. And whatever you do until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun. Hey, Christian, what do you call a big pile of kittens? Uh, I don't know what. A meow tick.